Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. Chris, mm-hmm. I'm coming you, coming to you. <laughs> I'm coming to you. <laughs> I'm coming to you, okay. Wait, I'm up? coming to you today uh-huh. from a place of pure tra- tranquility. Mm, I've okay. I've entered the metaverse. Mm. We're in the metaverse. We are. I am in the metaverse. Oh, okay, you have yet the... to ascend. Oh, I have yet to ascend. Okay. It feels like a Xbox 360 game in here. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have like? So what, can you describe what you see around you? Like, do you? Is, uh, it, is it like just... no one? No one is moving. Okay. Like they, like they can move, but they don't animate. I see. So they're they're just kind of like hovering almost. Right. Yeah. Just hovering. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Or not even that. Like like a lot of their shoes are clipped into the ground. I see. Okay. But it's but it it's so cutting edge. Let me tell you. It's so cutting edge. Yeah. Never happened before. <laughs> For legal reasons, this is a joke. Fuck the suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's it is wild. Like it is. It is amazing how dumb everyone is. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of, like, it's for some reason investors are latching on to this idea of the metaverse as if it is a new thing. And it's it really isn't. It has, for years, there's been, like, virtual meeting rooms and virtual workspaces. It's been enhanced because of the pandemic, but, like... Right. That has always been a thing, and certainly virtual meeting spaces in terms of video games, or even like, I don't know, like they, 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 it's all but it's not been done before. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, and like part of it is a. I don't think Mark Zuckerberg has any creativity left in him. No, no, he's and just trying to make money. Part part of the part of the 2012 movie, the point of it was he 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 stole the idea, like mm-hmm. he didn't even come up with the idea himself. He just put it into action. Um, but it's like, so, so, so there's that. There's also, I don't think that like you and I spend a lot of time playing video games. Yes. I've been, I've been running around as a, as a Slavic lion man in Final Fantasy 14 for the past year, year and change. Correct. Yep. And that feels more realistic than the metaverse. Right. Well, but all the normies do not have that experience. And so this seems cutting edge to them, them, and that's what makes the news because they've never played a video game before, or if they did, it looked like thirty squares. <laughs> it looked like pong. That's what it looked. It like. It looked like pong, and I'm not trying to say like people are old because because I don't want to be ageist, but like they, it's just, it's just not what they do. No. It's not how they've chosen to spend their time, especially news people who have very, very strict schedules, probably don't have a lot of time to play video games. No, of course. And are just, it's just not their demographic, and that is okay. But it's just like a, a, a thing of this has been done before and done better, mm-hmm. and Facebook is monopolizing things, which is illegal. <laughs> so, yes. like, yeah, well, just... Well, it's, You're I mean, focusing like, on the wrong things. I mean, think of PlayStation Home, think of Rec Room, think of VR Chat. Like, there's all these, all these different elements, all these different areas that yeah, it's been done so much better. Um, 
Yeah. It, it's it's biz- I mean Roblox is even fucking doing it to some extent right. too. Like it's, Roblox it's... looks better than the metaverse does. Yeah, because at least Roblox yeah. you can kind of animate your character a little bit. And and like, what is the convenience of it? I anyway, like, is it just because when you look at like the Walmart metaverse thing that they have, where they when you're like shopping in a store, what is the convenience of walking around in a virtual space shopping rather than just clicking on and searching for items on because it's cool because they're making the the boring stuff a little bit less boring instead of trying to do cool things that are actually fun yeah Yeah, that's fucking great fuck off yeah yeah it's (laughs) it this has been kind of re-sparked and rehashed too because of uh uh, certainly this week it's been a lot of that talk with the the Microsoft acquiring like Activision Blizzard stuff like that 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 was that was a big part of their press release was bring up the metaverse where I, I think I think Phil Spencer also came out and he was just kind of like that's not like we're just kind of just keep on wanting to make games <laughs> like he didn't even like yeah. he like I think that the metaverse comment came from like the guy above him in the Microsoft uh, world but um like it's just it it, it is just people. For some reason, it is just the thing. It's metaverse and NFTs. If either if either of those things are mentioned in press releases by companies, your stock will go up. Even oh, if, if you don't cash in on that, you just say the word and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to invest in this because NFTs are the future and metaverse is the future. It's just like, it, first of all, NFTs are, NFTs are fucked. And metaverse is, is a thing already. It exists. Right. People have done it before. Yeah. Okay. It's, also, it's, if a celebrity is getting into NFTs, harass them. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't harass. Harass is not the right word. Yeah, make like, fun of them on the make fun of them yes, on the internet. Yes, that's it, good. And some of them, some of them genuinely, there. I, I think there's some celebrities that genuinely do not understand what NFT is. True, advertising either. So I think most of them, most of them just really want to make money, and it's exactly. a quick way for them to make money. Reese Witherspoon. Yes, right, exactly. So <laughs> I, that's actually the same exact celebrity I had in mind just now. So there is. So just like. You could definitely, like, badger them a little bit on the internet, just so that way they get the point, like, hey, this is what NFTs is fucking doing, and then may like, at least maybe they'll get get to them. If they continue to harp on the NFT stuff, then it's like, okay, you're just a shitbag. Like, that's that's yeah. what it is. If it's, if it's a one-time thing, maybe it's that they're just confused and don't understand and want to make money, because everyone does, I guess. <sighs> wow. This is already a deep conversation to start off this episode of Virtual Ball Boys, but yep. it's understandable because shit's wild, man. Um, regardless, we have speaking of wild, we just got done with super wild card weekend, uh, which is I guess is just the permanent phrase now. Like, what when do we think the term super can be tacked off of the wild card weekend thing? Because like it doesn't like it's still wild card first of all, right? And it's second of all, card. it's not even like it's not even that the product is that great with the wild card either. So like, do we need right. to keep on advertising super wild card? It's just the wild card at this point. It's not like this is a one type yeah. thing. Just saying, just just throwing yeah. Out there. I mean, like, and especially since it's like this is going to be the norm from now on. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. But anyways, so super wild card weekend is over. 
Uh, yeah, it was fine. Like, it, it, like I think that there was some people that like were, were like, "Oh, that was atrocious," and I'm just like, "It was fine." Like that you had you had at least two games that I think were very interesting and really fun. You had one blowout that I felt like was actually pretty entertaining to watch in the Bills, and then yeah. I think the all the others kind of fell flat. But that's right. fine. Like again, this is this is the round. I I tend to prop up the wild card round but i think i'm gonna try to stop doing that i don't think the wild card is meant to be this exhilarating experience i think it's meant to just set the stage for ultimately what is going to be the final stretch of the season where you were down to eight teams i think this divisional round is uh setting up to be really really good um and we'll get into the specifics of that when we get there but for now let's write let's let's turn back the clock it's not daylight savings time. Don't worry. Because you got like a few more months for that. Um, yeah. Turn back the clock. Let's head to Saturday afternoon. The Raiders at the Bengals. I would say, I think, Matt, for me, this was the game I was most invested in. In terms of a rooting interest. Because I think I went into this really feeling like... Not that I hate the Raiders, but I just, I felt like the Raiders got in, even if they, you know, like, I, I, even though they've been just kind of not that fun to watch down the stretch, and I felt like this Bengals team deserved at least to make it a divisional round, at least get over their, you know, 30-year streak of not winning playoffs, so for you entering this game, like, you were, were you kind of in the same boat as me? Absolutely, and I, I I used to be like a bigger Bengals fan than I I think I am right now, but um, I I have just really enjoyed watching this team. Mm-hmm. And my uh uh my uncle was over, and he and I were watching, and he was also rooting for the Bengals, and just us going um going insane watching the game with uh, when all the good stuff happened. It was great. I love the Bengals. Yeah, it's I was, really. I was happy to see them win. Yeah, it's a really interesting team, and and again, you know, it kind it, it was a strong start for them overall. Uh, they got you know they had their offense moving pretty well, uh, but uh, I think the you know the big moment of the game was the halftime right before halftime, um, where Joe Burrow threw a touchdown pass. Uh, I believe was it to T Higgins? Is he thirty two or Tyler Boyd? It was. It was, I want to say Boyd, but it, it was one of the two. Yeah. Um, regardless, and right as he was about to catch the ball, there was an errant whistle by one of the referees. And uh, the essentially what should have happened there was that after the whistle was blown, they should have done a replay of, the, of that particular down. Um, instead, the ref said, nope, that's a touchdown. And they gave the touchdown to the Bengals. Now, this sparked some controversy, and people felt like that was the Raiders kind of slowed up and didn't tackle uh, the receiver because of that. I didn't quite get that. I feel like this was a little bit overblown of a mm-hmm. situation for, for at least for me. Not to say, you know, refs should, should be do, should not be blowing the whistle errantly. They they, right. they should be doing their job, but. I I when you watch that in real time and I don't know you you let me know if you disagree or not but it felt like the whistle blew almost right when the ball hit his hand so I feel like any type of slowing up or anything that the Raiders might have done 
I think that they would have done regardless. And I feel like the touchdown would have counted regardless. Uh, you know, I mean, it, if they instituted the rule, yes, it would have been, they would have had to replay it down. But I, if the whistle never happened, I don't think they would have been that big a deal necessarily. But what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, they, the, the truth is they blew the call. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that is just an, that is, that is enough to, I think, get, uh, angry yes but i don't think it 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 it, i don't think it affected the outcome of the game they could have scored the next the next drive anyway yes so it's okay yeah i i also like when you look at the rest of the game like the raiders did have like a little bit of a comeback or 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 that in in the second quarter specifically they were like they were it was like a tight score uh in the second quarter uh and then but then the rest of the way, everyone was just kicking field goals constantly, uh, and both mm-hmm. defenses really stiffened up. And I, I, I don't, I, I don't think it would have affected the game overall. It, yeah, maybe, maybe it would have gone to overtime in the fourth quarter. Uh, and I know, obviously, that there was the drive at the end where the Raiders were trying to make the push uh, to get the score, get the touchdown, and then, uh, but ultimately, uh, were stopped by the Cincinnati uh, defense with the interception. You know, obviously that was a big, big play, and that was such a satisfying thing to watch. Just in a sense of like, this is thirty years of frustration going going out the window for the Bengals in this very moment. Um, it, it was, it, it definitely was a close game, and you could definitely look at that call and be like, ah, that sucks. But it's yeah. like what we I've always said and always stood by in this when even going back to like when it was like that the Saints Rams game like it's you have to just outplay the refs i know it's such a shitty thing to, to lean on because the mm-hmm. NFL does need to get the ref situation in order but you have to you have to figure out a way to overcome it and this was early enough in the game where you had all this time to get your offense going you know and, and make the stops there necessary so that way the Bengals are not in field goal range where they could, you know, build up more of a score. Like you had, right. there is so there is ways and, to have won the game and they didn't do it. Yeah. And even, even then if the Bengals kick a field goal instead of a touchdown there, they still win. Right. So. Yeah. It, it's, it is, it definitely is a bummer for the Raiders. It adds to their, their own playoff drought that they, they've been dealing with. But um, I don't think it's necessarily the end of the world. They were they, they were lucky to be here. I think the Raiders in general, you know, just with based off of everything that happened to them this year. Um, and I think at this point I would bring up the fact that shortly after this game, uh, basically I think either the next day or day after, uh, they officially dismissed Mike Mayock as general manager. So he's out, and so this is yet another team that is looking for both a new general manager and a new head coach along and that joins the Jaguar uh, not the Jaguars uh, the Vikings the Bears and the Giants uh in that search so any thoughts on Mike Mayock being dismissed uh I think it's kind of just a, a general clean house type of thing uh I'm not super surprised but I would like to see the Raiders like be a little bit more aggressive in free agency yeah. And hopefully a new general manager will kind of help help with that. 
De- definitely. And and you can look at Mayock's record. He did get a few gems, but a lot of those gems came in later rounds. For the most part, yeah. his first round picks didn't work out. Really bad. Yeah. The first Historically round, awful. Yeah. Like the first first round picks did not work out for the team. But every again, the other picks, you got Mac. I, I think Max Crosby was a Mayock pick. Uh, uh, Darren Waller came in free agency from under Mayock. Like there, there's a few situations, and then you can get into like, oh well, who whose fault was it? Really, was it Mayock's or was it Gruden's at the time? Like because Gruden did have a lot of say over the personnel. So who knows? I I like the move. I think I think it makes sense. Like just clean clean slate, start from scratch reevaluate your organization and you have enough talent on this team where if you get the right head coach and you get especially if you get a nice general manager that can help really shape the the weaknesses on this team the Raiders will be competing and they'll and they'll be a fun team to watch do you think they keep Derek Carr Derek Carr is such a strange quarterback Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a line from uh the John Boyce uh documentary where it's like okay name your 22nd favorite quarterback that's right, it's Derek Carr. <laughs> and that's how I feel about him. Yeah, yeah. He's about like I he's about like the 22nd best quarterback in the league. Yeah. But he he's never going to kill your team. Yeah. And if you can invest around him, if you can put in the the pieces around him enough, I think that you can uh um you can have a successful team. Yeah, I I think but, I think that he 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 had a really good season overall. I mean, he had his yeah. dips, but he overall he was this was a solid season for him. So I don't know, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bengals move on to the next round. Uh, very happy, very happy for the Bengals, man. They Joe Joe Burrow looked as relaxed as he could be in his playoff debut he just he that, that so was the good. wild thing yeah like he i he definitely didn't play like amazing especially in the second half was a little bit rough but like just out of the gate to just kind of be willing to do a touchdown drive and be like be all in on it like he he was he that they're in i think they're in very good shape now that now that they got through their first playoff game and won their first playoff game now i'm interested to see what the next week kind of has in store all right next game uh the eight o'clock game on saturday was the bills at patriots and oh boy this was and according to a tweet so i i i i'm totally i this isn't 100 verified yet but i could probably believe it this was the first perfect offensive game by an nfl team where be. where the offense scored a touchdown on every drive minus the kneel down at the end. Yeah. Insane. Insane. Yep. The Buffalo Bills uh early on it was like the 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 they were gonna have like a little bit. It seemed like they might have had like a little bit of back and forth, but no, the moment that like the third touchdown came, I was just like, oh no, this is this is turning into a, a bloodbath here. Um yep. And and even though the Patriots did kind of come back on and and overall like the Patriots' offense wasn't terrible in this game. It's just that the Bills' defense was so good at, at like not like having them score on every drive, and the fact that the Patriots' defense just completely 
just just fell apart and Josh Allen and his legs just ran all over this team ended up leading a 47 to 17 victory it wasn't I mean the only thing that wasn't perfect about this game for the Bills was the fact that they didn't kick I I think they missed a few extra points they they missed they missed two extra points yeah that's it that was it (laughs) like insane uh, so what's just what are, what's your takeaways from this, man? It was it, it was wild because because we were both hesitant. Like I picked the Bills, you picked the Patriots. We were hesitant yep. about the Bills. Yep. And then they were who we thought they were at the start of the year, who we wanted them to be at the start of the year. Yes. And exactly. I really want that to be the truth for the rest of the postseason. Yeah. But I just wonder where it was this whole time. That's that's the big thing. I it could be that they're just maybe they're just in their element i i don't know like they they had a really good game against the patriots you know their their last game against the patriots when they it was in new england like that was a really good game for them as well so it's tough like maybe it's just that outside of that really strange snow game the bills have just had the patriots number uh in the last few years um so maybe it's the opponent i don't know but um there's something about this defense that is just so exciting to watch, um, you know, on all fronts. I like all. I I feel like they they did none of them got the credit of like a Pro Bowl or anything, but they're still a number one unit um, in the league. You know, mm. and 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 then yeah, the offense like they they one thing that I think that has changed with the Bills and has changed their off season their their season for the better is that their running game has begun to flourish and that was the big question mark for a lot of this year has been like okay are they going to be able to run the ball and i the it hadn't been the case up until like i want to say like the buccaneers game and then at that point you know singletary ended up uh i think it was singletary uh, that was that ended up having like you know yep. a ma- you know a major run of it. I think in the Bucks game, and then certainly had a huge impact in this game. And then you know, and I, I I don't know. Like it's just it's wild to me. I I I just didn't expect it from the Bills. I thought that this would be a closer game. I thought that the Patriots would learn from the mistakes that were made in that first one, and that was far from the case. I, I like I don't think the, the the Patriots have been blown out in the wild card round before. Um, but not like this. <laughs> no, <laughs> like this was uh, I, a lot different. I saw on Twitter Belichick's two weaknesses in the playoffs are playing on the road and being a wild card, playing on wild card weekend. This is the first time he has been uh, a, a an actual ri- wild card team. Right. Yeah. You know, it's 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 wild, and so this that ultimately uh, led to a really good situation for the Bills, and they take. Uh, walked away with the victory um what do you think happens with new england here like do you think that with like do you think that they're just gonna roll with they're obviously gonna belichick sticking around and mac jones seems like he is in good shape do you think that they need to add anything more to their offense because it seemed like there was people that ended up stepping up for them or do you think the focus is just gonna be on defense in the offseason do they really need that much defensive work I well after this game, I, yes. Well after that game, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't know. This could have been just a fluke for them. I think that they they will be fine. They'll be solid. Mac Jones is a good quarterback for them for right now. 
Yeah, I I think some of the older guys might have to go for the bill for the Patriots. Like, I Dante Hightower, maybe Devin McCourty, Lawrence Guy. Like, there are a lot of these guys that have been around for the Patriots forever. They're just not playing well. Kind of Kyle Van Noy, uh, Jamie Collins had a decent game, but like like all the, the I I think we're the the only defensive player that seemed to really kind of get going in this game in any way was Christian Barrymore, but that's the their that was their you know one of their draft picks I believe that was a, a guy that had been playing well. I think I think that they I think they make this defense younger. And that's maybe their their go to work in the off season, but everything else yeah. seems like they're they're in they're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next up the one o'clock game on Sunday, the Buccaneers, the Eagles, and this went as we thought. <laughs> stinky, stinky, very the stinky, stinky game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirty-one uh, fifteen Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting in the beginning because the Eagles' defense, I think, was kind of like stopping the Bucks from scoring a few times. Um, but then, but then, just the floor opened up, and it just was all right. No, this is this is over. The the Eagles didn't score until the fourth quarter. Like it yeah. was a thirty-one nothing game at, at one point. Um, just ugly. And now I now goes to questions of like, does the Eagles stick with Jalen Hurts? That I know after the game, or a few days after the game, Sirianni kind of talked about in a press conference saying that Hertz is going to be the starter in 2022, which shows confidence in that. Uh, I think see. he's done enough to deserve a chance. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too. It, it's weird because it's like it, it always has felt like he hasn't had a lot of rope. Um hurts uh this year because i feel like uh, there was there's always like this push for like you know you know gardner mince min shoes you know uh you know ready to be stepped in right here <laughs> um but i also just i i don't know i i i, th- I think that hurts has done well and give credit to in terms of the depth on their offensive line and their defensive line that has really that kind of kept them in the game but they need to work on their back end for their defense and once again like it's like the eagles just need more weapons uh yeah. in, the, in the passing game especially it's just it's just yeah. not Devo- working for them. De- devonta smith good find yes they'll need more though yeah uh 100 100 <laughs> um there you go um so then we had the mid game uh, this was the game I think that everyone was looking forward to this weekend. It was the 49ers at Dallas Cowboys. And ultimately it was the only game where a road team won this weekend. But it was done in just absurd fashion. On Nickelodeon. <laughs> on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I'll, I'll get your thoughts on that in a second. But sure. uh, this... I, I mean, what did we kept saying all the season long? Like, this Cowboys team has all the talent to win a Super Bowl, but the thing that's going to set them back is Mike McCarthy. And what's set nothing, them back in this game? Nothing is truer than that statement in this game. Yeah. Holy shit, did he suck. Yeah, it, it was it was a... It was a lot of penalties, 14 
penalties that were just completely unnecessary and it wasn't just like holds and things that could be objective this was false starts this was like you know offside stuff this is all all the things that they teach you in terms of being like disciplined and i i don't know i always that kind of language is always weird with 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 football it's like Mm. it's like you're like punishing people or whatever it's it's just bullshit but whatever regardless though you should know as a football player to not move when before the snap and you know and not and when you're on defense you're not supposed to be over the line of scrimmage yeah like it's just basic things basic things that any player should know and it's not you could definitely blame the players for that but that's on coaching coaching should teach that they can't just be coaching in a sloppy way and this was a very very sloppy game and then can we talk about the play call yeah. So 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 yeah, so the 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 Cowboys had one last drive. They had the chance to potentially they they were down big in this game. They came back enough where they were back in the game and things were looking good. Uh 49ers had a chance to close it out. They they couldn't do it. So they punted to the Cowboys. The Cowboys had one drive to try to move down the field even though they didn't really have I don't think any timeouts. So they started out by like doing what they should do and passing on the outside and get having the receivers go out of bounds so that they stop the clock. And they did that for a few plays. And then they reached midfield. And yes, this is where a lot of controversy is at. They had the chance with the time on the clock to throw one, maybe two Hail Marys to, you know, see if they can get, you know, a touchdown. And they were in pretty good field position to do so. But the play call, with like 10 seconds left in the game, is a quarterback run. And Dak Prescott runs it long enough and slides to the point where it's like 5 seconds on the clock when he gets down. And they have to rush to get the ball back to, you know, back to the center and ready to snap it. But by rule... The referee has to has to place the ball. They have to touch Be- the ball because, of course, he does. Right. You, well, so like, you can't spot it yourself, right? Yeah, you can't. You can't spot your own ball. Like you can't. That that is that is an absurd thing. You 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 should not be doing that. What should have happened if they really really wanted to rush it is that Dak instead of handing the ball to his center, Dak should have handed it to the ref. Didn't happen. Yep. The the ref had to squeeze himself between all the big old linemen to to touch the ball and then get out of the way. And by the time that Dak goes to clock it, it's all it's triple zeros on the clock. The game is over, and yep. everyone's like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> and so it was great. It was great TV for me. I really and enjoyed this game. I also loved the the aspect of like the the head ref uh, coming out to. Um, uh, uh, like explain, like he was about to explain, and then he just says the basically the game is over, and then runs away like the Skeletor meme. Uh, yes, I know. I yes, <laughs> I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, just good, good comedy. Yes, it it is it it is just it it was so representative of this team uh, of this of what has happened this year. This ta- Cowboys team again. That showed that it is talented and showed that it had that it could play with some bigger contenders, but then had really sloppy games down the stretch, especially against the Broncos and the Cardinals, and you know, it, and then it, it just ended 
kind of how you would expect for the Cowboys team. We we hope we we're hoping that this year would be different, but it's not, and it goes it points back to McCarthy, unfortunately. Imagine if they hired a good coach. Where would they be now? Yeah. I don't know. The big thing that keeps on being stated from people is that it, the head coaches that get hired for Dallas tend to be just yes men for Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. And that's just not good. And it's and it's not uh, in the long run. Good. Like, the, like, you could like give credit to the Joneses for... The fact that they are—they seem to be very good player evaluators. They seem to know how to pick out a talented quarterback, a talented defensive player, whoever. But they can't pick coaches for shit, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's a problem that has gone for a while now. And I—I I don't know how they get out of it. I thought McCarthy could get fired. Uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> I thought they, I thought, I thought they would, I thought that he would get fired out of this game, but I think God, that they don't, they, they don't have the guts for that. They, Cowboys don't have the guts for that. They well, right. I mean, they, they, they held on to Jason Garrett for how long? So yeah, it's wild. Uh, but where do you think this Cowboys team goes now? I have no fucking idea, dude. Yeah, I, I they, they should have been good. They should have won a playoff game. They just couldn't. They, this was not their time and it's because of the coaching i actually just watched a video earlier today uh shout outs uh five point sports um on what makes a bad head coach it's pretty good mike mccarthy's one of them (laughs) i would imagine yeah (laughs) so that's that's uh i'm glad that a uh i'm glad that a a some weird play calls uh really uh Kind of contain like I, I'm glad that the Cowboys carried the legacy of weird play calls in the NFC East. From after yep. the Giants were eliminated, they're like, "No, we, we get, we're gonna pick up the sword. <laughs> we, we have to be weirder. We have to be weird." <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's just it's just a wow NFC East only division not in the divisional round. So fitting, unsurprising. Uh, and uh, yes. oh damn, you're right. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense with everything, but yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then, uh, Sunday night, Steelers, Chiefs, dud. I I mean, it, Steelers made it interesting. They had a 7-0 <laughs> lead at one point. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, that didn't last like, very long. No, no. TJ Watt tried his best. Couldn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't save a big old Ben uh, from not being a good quarterback. <laughs> um yeah not much to say here Steelers are going to go into this offseason it's going to be interesting because they'll be their first time that they're looking for and they're really going to be looking for a quarterback because Big Ben's not going to be there um so I'm very curious to see if they do something in free agency or in the draft that's really all I have to say on this one yep um and then finally Rams Cardinals uh another stinker but this one just has, I don't know, there's just something really fascinating about this one. This one was another wild one, similar to the Bills, mm-hmm. where it's like, where the hell was this? Yeah. And it could partially be the Cardinals were not who who we thought they were. That that much is totally part of it. You, you I don't think you can divorce that from it. But, oh boy. The Stafford played amazing. The 
receivers were amazing. The defense kicked ass. It was amazing to watch. Yeah, I, I, it was it was my it was amazing because like I, I Ob OBJ had a great game. Von Miller had a great game. Like all these players that you know you were that the the these big acquisitions that we felt like were these big splashes at a time that felt like that during like some of the lower moments of the season felt like man they're it's just not coming together it's not working Mm -hmm. it just came together in this game and there was a conspiracy that i read somewhere where it's just like what if this whole time they were sean mcveigh was pretending to run his offense through cooper cup think it made people think that cup was their only weapon because ultimately, Cup did not have like a huge impact on this game. Everyone else combined, uh, along with Cam Akers, like it, it, like it was just all everyone was just doing so well in this game. Like they didn't they they didn't need anything else. Uh, any can, like can we talk about Cam Akers too? Dude comes back from an Achilles injury he had in July yep. and kicks ass. Yeah, it's <laughs> just insane. It's insane. Uh, and then you get like Eric Eric Waddle, <laughs> Eric Waddle rather. Eric fuck, Waddle, they, like comes out of retirement to join the Rams again. Just what what is happening, and is this the greatest decision ever? Yeah, I is know. this all coming together at all the right time? Because it might be. It, it <laughs> is incredible, and uh, yeah, I I I cannot believe it. Um, that, that, that this was such a dominant game. I really thought this was going to be closer just because of just, you know, how weird both teams have been. And it mm-hmm. always felt like whatever these two teams played, it was always like a turning point in their seasons in some capacity. And this clearly is one for the Rams for the Cardinals. It was a turning point to the end. Um, yep. and <sighs> on the Cardinals side of things, it is so bizarre how this is just a continual trend for Cliff Kingsbury. Now, granted, people keep on saying that he did this in college too. Keep in mind that the way that the schedules kind of start are structured in college is that the the easy, super easy teams are like in the first three weeks, right? <laughs> and then you get like your your actual conference, and those are obviously going to be a harder play. So. Yes, it is a trend, and it's an alarming trend that we are seeing that Cliff Kingsbury has these really strong starts and then just flounders. And I don't know, I, I, I don't know whether or not it's, you know, worth looking into another head coach. I don't know if there should be looking at, you know, changing general management. I don't know. I don't know what the Cardinals do. But yeah, and I don't think I honestly don't think general management is the issue because they they have really good personnel. They've swindled the fuck out of Bill O'Brien on multiple occasions, sure. which is still just funny as hell to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like it's it's, so, it's insane. If it's anything, it's the coaching, or it's just hey, can we get this team to be more consistent? Because right. you see where they where they are at their best, and it's not like that they can only play their best football in September. That's not how logic works. Mm-hmm. It's just how th- it, it, it's just it's a psychological thing. So can you overcome that psychological aspect? Yeah, that's a big question. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't know. A lot there's a lot of scrutiny on Kyle Murray as well. You know, just the this really bad interception, the pick six that he threw. Um, it just generally, you know, that there's moments that he didn't play well, but then you, you make the argument though that he's also at times had been their best offensive player. So it's mm-hmm. it, down the stretch specifically, like it's it's a it's a tough situation. It really sucks for for Cardinals fans because I this really felt like a really unique year for them. It felt like that they were on top of the world and that things were going to work out well. And to have this exit just really is a kick in the gut. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting off season. Um, you know, I how much can they change to potentially you know have this work out for them? In the future, we'll see. Um, it's gonna. It's a tough division though, because you got you got two teams that are two other NFC West teams that are still in the playoffs now, uh, and that will probably be a contender for playoffs next year. Because I, who knows if any of those talent that talents could be missing next year, and then you have a Seahawks team that, who knows, they, they, if if Russ sticks around and that team doesn't go into rebuild mode and they actually do a good job of rebuilding some of that you know, roster. It, it it's gonna get tougher for the Cardinals. This was a big chance for them. They blew it. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, there you go. That is our deep dive into the wild card round, specifically focusing on the losers because we'll have plenty of time to talk about the winners because they're still in it, and we're gonna be picking their games coming up right after these messages. Sick of talking about video games with people who just want to be toxic? Me too. So join us over at The Gaming Coop. We come together each month to talk about what we love about video games. Discussion topics range from our favorite soundtracks to the best relationships between characters. We also have some fun segments in which we play some trivia or build our school of gaming. Find us on Anchor or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Game on! And we're back. So I think uh, I want to say say this up front. Sure. Out of the five teams that are left, or mm-hmm. the eight teams that are left, I spoiled myself. I want five of them to win the Super Bowl this year. Who? Out of curiosity, or I would, the... or I would, I would be okay with the with five of them winning. Okay. Well, where, who are that five? Who, what's that five? I think they, it would be easier for you to guess what who the three aren't. Well, I, well, the three. I would, I would assume it's Chiefs, Bucks, and Packers. Correct. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I'm in. I'm kind of in a similar state of mind as you are, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And it, where if the Rams, 49ers, uh, Rams, 49ers, Bills, Bengals, or Titans won, yeah, that would yeah. be amazing. You have in the AFC, you have three out of the four teams who have never won a Super Bowl before. Like that's great. Mm-hmm. That's, Come on, <laughs> Come on, please. Like we're so close. <laughs> This is this close. You you're you are guaranteed to have an AFC championship where at least one team has not won a Super Bowl before. Yeah, like that's <laughs> huge. NFC side, you're guaranteed to have someone that has won it at this right. point. But you know, at least you, it is the Rams and Niners. Niners being probably the most interesting just because they weren't have not been in a Super Bowl since 2012. And Rams, you know, yes, they were in it recently, but they didn't win it. You know. Um, Packers, you know, Packers would be more interesting. But I, I think the public image of Aaron Rodgers specifically has faded big time. 
uh, this season, and I think a lot of people are maybe rooting against that idea. Not to say that any of the other players on that team uh, aren't deserving. It's just that it's just he's the face of it right now. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then you have the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, who has won so many fucking Super Bowls, and yet again is at this point. So it's wild. It is. It is wild. There's so many really, really interesting stories left. I think this is the most interesting dif- divisional round that we've seen. Like, I feel like I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe we felt this way last year too, but it really feels like all eight of these teams have a shot at the Super Bowl. It does. Like, it I, really does. I I can't think of uh, another year that it, it really felt like these eight, like all these matchups seem super duper close. That it's, they they all seem like toss ups to me. It's it is this is going to be a very very difficult one to pick, and we're going to have <laughs> to pick them anyway because that's our job on this podcast. Yeah. Um. Uh, I do want to do uh, some cleanup, uh, real quick. So we last week we uh, assigned the video games to each of the teams. So this is what's left on each side. We have in the AFC, it's Hollow Knight, A Way Out, Celeste. And Pokemon Emerald. Those are the four games that are left in the AFC. In the A- NFC, it's Overcooked, Bioshocked, Halo Infinite, and Outer Wilds. All right. So that's that is that is the current layout of the video game landscape for these NFL teams. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to really bring up. There's also the fact that we went, we both went five and one last week. It's pretty good for us. Uh, yeah, honestly. No, yeah, I mean, well, for I think the playoffs, it tends it tends to be better. I think with picks, but yes, with wild card, with this one specifically, I think it was helpful that a lot of the uh, favorites won. <laughs> to, yeah, uh, granted, but uh, yes, five and one. Uh, we had two disagreements, but we split on those. Where Matt got the Bills right, I got the 49ers right. So, um, really, really interesting stuff. I I'm fascinated to see where you're gonna pick here. I'm gonna I I kind of think I know where you're gonna pick in terms of games that you've already kind of mentioned, like teams that you already picked for the Super Bowl for. Mm. But I uh, I really don't know where you're gonna go with this. <laughs> I like I, I I it is this is gonna be really really interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. So let's get into it. The Bengals at the Titans. I look this fucking game. I like. If you're talking like dream AFC matchups, just not even like I'm not even talking like from the personnel point of view, like the Bengals and Titans are two teams that just were had all these years in at least my time of being a football fan of being in the playoffs in, in one point or another and getting close every single time. And Titans have made it to the AFC championship game. Uh, Bengals never got past the wild card round, but like. It's still just so interesting, these two teams being there, both never having won the Super Bowl, and just now, like, one of them gets a chance to make it to the semifinal, and it's just it's just so exciting. Derrick Henry might be back for this game. That is huge. Matt? Yeah, that that's the insane part. Yes. Just Derek, you just add Derrick Henry. Yeah, you add, <laughs> you, yeah, just insert Derrick Henry here. That's that's where we're at. <laughs> it's it's insane. Matt, what, what do you think is going to happen here? There are a lot of games this, so this this is the hardest game that I that for me to pick this week because yeah. I legitimately really like both teams. I want to see both teams do well, mm. 
I would love it if the Bengals made the Super Bowl. Like, I, I would be rooting them for them so hard if they did. Yeah. I need to, like, we haven't seen the Titans in a bit, and we still don't know, like, what the Titans are with Derrick Henry. Well, we, we fucking do, but <laughs> been a while, right? It's been, it's so, been a bit. It's been a bit. Right. I'm going to pick the Titans. I would not be upset with the Bengals win, but I, I have to believe my f- understanding of this team got to the number one seed without Derrick Henry. We're able to win. Excuse me, win a lot of football games. Mike Rabel is one damn fine coach. Mm-hmm. They are going to do the right things to win. Yeah, I I, I also picked the Titans. Uh, and it, it goes to the point that I picked them to win the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. I, I just feel like this is an organization that is ready it just feels like their defense is there it's at a point where they're they're ready to stop whoever is coming to town and the Bengals are going to be a very tough test and i just i think having derrick henry back is huge i think having aj brown i think is gonna be a bigger x factor even in this game and, and getting him down the field um i i i, I it, it is such a tough pick i i do i i'm gonna I, like i said i'm picking the tie-ins I do really, really. I think I'm rooting for the Bengals, though, deep down. Yeah. Because I just, <laughs> I, what a story that would be if they. Just I would not come be out. upset with either outcome of the, of this game. Yeah, exactly. I'll put it that it's way. really, it's really close. So it's gonna be a lay back and just kind of enjoy the show type situation here for yep. both of us. There you go. Next game. Cool. What is the next game, Chris? I don't have them up. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 I'll just keep going with the intros. I'm good oh, with that. Sh- sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> 49ers at the Packers. It is the Saturday evening game. This is I. This is the exact opposite, I think, of the Bengals-Tions game for me in terms of I'm excited for the game. I think it's going to be good and it's going to be interesting. I don't really have a care for either of these teams. Like, if either of these teams won the Super Bowl, I'd be annoyed with the Aaron Rodgers thing. But overall, I wouldn't mind if the Packers won the Super Bowl. I wouldn't mind the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. Like, I kind of, like, the, both teams are just, like, meh to me overall. Mm-hmm. I don't hate them. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I don't hate anything mm-hmm. else. So it's like, I I sit here and I'm like, whoever wins here is just probably going to be the team I'm going to maybe root against, depending if the Rams make it to the next round. Um you know, and so we'll see. Or rooting for maybe if the Buccaneers make it. I don't know, but I, the I think what's really really interesting about this game, Matt, is you get this 49ers defense that has really stepped up versus a Packers offense that really has been lights out throughout the the year, uh, on in both their running game and in the passing game. What do you think is going to happen here? I. I'm a little bit worried about injuries for for both, mm. uh, both of these, um, teams. I think I, as much as it pains me to say it, I think I'm still going to pick the Packers. Okay. Um, I'm going to be rooting rooting hard for the 49ers, and I do think that Kyle Shanahan has a chance to out coach Lafleur and Rodgers. Oh, yeah. But I just think that the Packers have been the most consistent team this year. And unless unless Aaron gets COVID again before Sunday. It could fucking <laughs> happen, man. Yeah. Um, 
since you know he's not vaccinated and can catch COVID again. Yeah. Um. I. I just. I. I don't quite see the 49ers path to winning. Yeah. I. 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 I think of going Packers as well. I. This is. These are two teams that have. The the history has been the 49ers blow out the Packers and just just destroy them. Um, mm-hmm. That was in terms of history, meaning like like 2019 was that year for them, right? Yeah. This past year, these two teams played, and it was a very very close game. Led to that field goal on Sunday Night Football. I think it was Sunday night, um, where the Packers won. Um, I think it's going to be a tight game. I don't see this being a blowout. I, I'm going to lean Packers too, though. I, I, I just think that they are, like you said, they're the more complete team here. They're the team that has been most consistent, has been winning a lot. I, I think, I, I think the Niners are just kind of, that they, they, they are, they're in a really good position. They have a lot of talent. I just worry about Jimmy G giving that ball away and and maybe turning this game against them. And so that's kind of where I'm at with them. So go mm-hmm. Packers. All right. All right. Next up, the three o'clock game on Sunday, Rams at Buccaneers. Uh, this is a frequent playoff matchup, and you may not like. You may be like, wait, what? But I feel like I've seen games between the Rams and Buccaneers back in like the early 2000s when Kurt Warner was around. Uh, whoever the fuck was playing for the bucks at that time like they they these two have played a few times in the playoffs before so but now it's much different obviously this is a bat battle between Matt Stafford, Tom Brady. We saw this matchup earlier in the year where the Bucks uh lost that game to the Rams um and it was kind of in decisive fashion. Mm-hmm. And now it's very interesting. Because you got a Bucks team that is kind of injured, but you also have a Rams team that ha- that blew up big this past week, but are playing on a short week and have not been known as being the most consistent team either. What do you think is going to happen? It's about peaking at the right time. I really hope that the playoffs are the peaking at the right time for the Rams. I I'm a little bit worried about the Buccaneers' offense overall. The Eagles are such a like pushover team that. Yes. I'm not surprised that the Bucks did what they did. Doing it, the, doing what the Rams did against the Cardinals, I think, is more impressive. McVay uh, already was able to beat the Buccaneers once. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about Bucks' offensive line and their receivers. I think the defense, Rams' defense, can have a field day with this team. I'm going the Rams. I'm feeling more confident than I should be about it. Uh, if I'm being re- totally honest, yeah, but I'm be, going Rams. I'll be real. Like I feel like out of all the games. This was the easiest to pick, and it's for the road team. And I don't know what it is. I think it's just that the Bucks are shorthanded. I think that they are. Mm-hmm. They did not expect the season to fall apart in front of them in the last few weeks in terms of the losing like their receivers and then to injury and to shirtlessness and then the uh you know the, the getting the injured on defense and then Fournette. I did Fournette. Fournette's still not playing for them. Right? I I don't think he, I don't think so. No, I don't think he's coming back. So I it, it, I don't think they expected their team to be at this point. To, it, it, at this point, meaning like at this point, injury wise, like I think they expected yeah. to make it to the divisional round. But um, of course, it's it's they're in a weird state, and I think that they can 
beat the Rams for sure. I because I don't I'm not at the point where I completely trust the Rams, but I also feel like if you like you like you said, Matt, they're peaking at the right time. They have the a lot of talent on their side, and I feel like this is a game where if the Bucks aren't just bang bang early, like really just getting score after score after score on this Rams team. I think they you lose it quickly, and I think I think the Rams just have what it takes to take down the Bucks here. So I'm also going Rams. All right, so we're 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 in lockstep so far. Yes, yes, but now we move to the final game of the weekend. It's six thirty. AFC Bills at Chiefs could be winner of this goes to the Super Bowl for all we know, but. Uh, it's this was a game that this was a rematch of the AFC Championship game last year, and now the both teams are coming off of blowout victories over their opponents, and it definitely the both blowouts felt a little bit different from each other, but they're still blowouts, and they're still games between two top five quarterbacks. Defenses that are peaking at the right time. Lots of weapons. It's going to be a big fucking game. What do you think is going to happen here? I'm riding the buffalo into the sun. Let's go, Bills. <laughs> there you go. I like. I stuck my flag in this team at the beginning of the year. I still, like, I, the confidence wavered. The fact that they did what they did against New England was insane. Yeah. Yeah. This is the game I'm going to have the most invested in because I really, really want the Bills to win it. I really, really want the Bills. I want a new AFC representative for the Super Bowl, and I would love it for it to be the Bills. Mm-hmm. I I just can't do it. I can't pull the trigger. Oh. I can't do it. Oh. I'm sorry. We we're gonna, I I knew I knew this was going to be a, a, the where we where we have the fork of the road yep. here. <laughs> I because I was just like I I can't I can't pick against the Chiefs. Again, all these games are tough to pick uh, yep. across the board, and so I think the Bills have such a good chance that I think they could even blow out the Chiefs if things go the right way for them. I just, for some reason, I'm sitting here and I feel like it's in Arrowhead. They they play so well in Arrowhead during the playoffs. The Andy Reid's just in such a good position where he can learn the lessons from their loss to the Bills earlier in the year and maybe build on that and know how to stop them this time around the defense is so much better from the last time they played it too so it's just it's it's a lot of just i i i'm i don't want the chiefs to win this because again like it would just be nice to see someone new come to the super bowl here but i think i i i think that this is going to be one at least one more game for the chiefs i think they're going to push it to the AFC championship game here so it sucks, but I'm going Chiefs. All right. The one one game that we disagree on. Yeah. But it's fine. It It is. I just like I am rooting so hard more with my heart than my head, I think, with the Bills. Of course. You, but but the, you have logic on your side, too. I, though. I have logic. They can do it. They, they can, can do absolutely it. do it. Yeah. Bills beat up on the Patriots. Chiefs beat up on the fucking Steelers. Yes. Like, yes. And, and it was a perfect The Steelers had no offense. Patriots. 
in yes. that game. Yeah, exactly. No, you are. <laughs> no, I think I, I. In fact, are the Bills? I'm curious if the Bills are even favored. Ooh, I feel look. like I feel like they, they probably would be. Bills, Chiefs, spread. Yeah, I hold on. Let's see. Uh, no, one point five. No, Kansas City slim, slim favorite. Yeah, one point. All the home teams are favored, but that is the yeah. closest spread of the of the bunch. Um, there. The furthest spread is the Packers of 49ers. I I disagree with that spread though. I I feel like I feel like the I don't know why. I just feel like the Rams Bucks game is has more of a potential for the Rams to dominate, just yeah. based solely on what has happened, uh, in the last few weeks. Um, yeah, no, it's it's is this is gonna be so fascinating. I am so excited to see what kind of happens, what unfolds, because it's it's going to be a really it could be a really, really good round of playoffs. Um, hopefully, we're not jinxing it. Hopefully, it's actually going to be good and not like right, not you know, like last weekend. <laughs> la- yeah, like like la- I know last year you had like the Browns Chiefs game was interesting, but overall, like that divisional round didn't end up being like that amazing. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm hopeful that this one is going to be really special. All we'll of see. these just down to the wire. Yes. Yeah. And it could happen. I hope it, giving it, a, I hope it does. Giving us heart palpitations. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I think I'm using that word right. I I think so. <laughs> I think so. I you know I I won't hold you again. Hold against you. Um. All right. So there you go. That is your divisional round picks and previews. Oh man. I don't know, man. It is. It's exciting. It's 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 it's, it's very fascinating to see how it's gonna unfold. I know, and just the the reality that it's like, oh, the Chiefs are in again. I don't like it. it there is a very watch... sh- there's a strong reality where it's gonna be Bucks Chiefs again, and that's which would suck. It's just because yeah. this this season has been so much more than your run of the mill season, yes. and having a Bucks Chiefs finale or even a Packers Chiefs finale would be yeah. the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it really would. So let's hope we get something, get something that really fits the our chaotic branding here. You know that it's yep. just really that give us chaos, give us chaos in the best way. We, I, 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 if I like, just to be real, like I feel like in my heart of hearts, I'm rooting for all the road teams. <laughs> you know, so that's that would yeah. be that would be truly chaotic. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be where that's at. So we'll see. All right, folks. Uh, we, uh, I think I decided to delay VBFL another week just because of the playoffs. Um, yeah. a lot of chaos with that chaos, a lot, <laughs> lot, lot going on with that in terms of just the scheduling and stuff. So we'll, um, if you're up for it, Matt, we'll try for the championship weekend for that Saturday before. Sure. Um, we'll see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, for the next VBFL round, um, which is usually when it's when we did it last year too. So it just would make sense timing wise. Cool. Um, so yeah, and uh, yeah, usual usual you know talking points of just check out all of our other podcasts uh, across all our networks. Check out at Team Chaos Pods for more details. And with all that being said, we will see you next week. Good night and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.